Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today, I'm preaching about what I call the foolishness of sinning. Of sinning. Amen. And I'm glad that today I'm preaching this. I've been preaching as a pastor for more than nine years. Amen. Amen. And I've been preaching or teaching as a Christian, I don't remember, but definitely more than 12 years. Because I used to be a Sunday school teacher in church, Mm -hmm. and I used to teach Bible studies in church. Amen. Amen. But I've never thought this, even though I've preached and thought about sin from different angles. So I'm glad that God has given us this word. Amen. Amen. So the title of the message is The Foolishness of sinning, sinning, sinning. If you say the foolishness of sin, someone would think that it's like sin has no power or something. But sin is very powerful. So the foolishness of sinning. What do you mean by the foolishness of sinning? Proverbs 24, verse 9. What do I mean by the foolishness of sinning? I just want you to get what I mean by the foolishness of sinning. Now, whenever you think of sin, many people think of God, which is an error. Yes. Yes. When we think of sin or when we talk about sin, you see that the normal natural tendency is we think of what? God. But I said that is an error. Because you see your sin my sin does not affect God. Will never affect God. It doesn't change God. It has no effect on God. Yes. Your sin, my sin, affects me, destroys me, affects somebody like me, and destroys somebody. And it's because of God's love for humans, that is why he hates sin or doesn't like sin or speaks about sin or he's against sin, but not because sin does anything to him. So we've been deceived over the years when we think of sin, we think of God. That's why many of us still sin. But when you think of God, you should, when you think of sin, you shouldn't think of God. You should think about yourself and your fellow human being. I will show you the scriptures. Don't worry. You understand? Till you have this switch, it will be difficult for you to stop sinning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It will be difficult. Whenever I sin, I hurt myself or... I hurt someone. 
or I hurt myself and someone. So if you realize this truth, you see that when you are sinning, it becomes different. That's why I said the foolishness of what? Sinning. Why am I saying the foolishness of sinning? Because the Bible quote two scriptures. The first one, it said, humans are destroyed or suffered because of their own foolishness, and yet they blame God for it. Many of our problems is not from God. God is very wicked as well, but hardly does he strike. Because when God strikes you, nothing of you will be left. Search through the uh, scriptures. Whenever he strikes somebody, that's the end. So he hardly strikes. But many, 95% of our troubles is weak. What we did or we allow. Uh But the Bible says, yet we we blame God for it. And the Bible says, sin is an act of foolishness. Read it for us. Amen. Sin is an act of foolishness. So one part of foolishness that destroys us, that makes life difficult for us, it's mm. sin. Our own foolishness. Amen. Do we get it? Yes. Now, the point I want you to note is when you think of sin, don't think of God. If you think of sin and you think of God, you remain in sin. Believe me. I was once in the world. I was once a church member and now I'm a pastor. And I'm telling you this. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. If I think of God, I will easily commit adultery. But if I think that once I commit adultery, I've broken trust. I've damaged the girl. She can't trust men again. If my wife here, my family, they'll be devastated. My approach is totally different than when I think that when I commit adultery, I've sinned against God. <laughs> sin as sin have effect does not have effect on God on humans God only care for sin because it's love for humans because of the effect not because sin does anything to him so it is abnormal and highest foolishness when we take sin for granted and we encourage sin and play down on sin because it is the root of all suffering. Yes. All suffering. Proverbs, read it for us. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 9. Mm-hmm. The plans of the foolish and the thought of foolishness are sin. So it said the thought of foolishness is what? Sin. Sin. What version did you read? Uh, amplified. Don't read Amplified. Why are you reading Amplified? Because the others say fully. Eh, it's the same, but don't read. Okay. Why? It's two versions you have. Four. Is, yeah, but never read Amplify. Amen. The schemes of but the Amplify is good. But the reason I say never read Amplify, it adds other words. So those who are using normal version, they will not find those words they've added. You understand? So it said, the fully of what? The, f- um, it, the, the thought of foolishness is, is sin. The thought of foolishness is what? Sin. sin. As a man thinketh, so is sin. So the acts, the things you do, your thought yes. of foolishness is sin. Amen. Yeah. Do, do you get it? So meaning the things you do or your, your evil thought or anything sinful is what? Foolishness. Or one side of foolishness is a result or a product of sin. So in other words, sin is what? Foolishness. Sin is not a wise thing. 
the thought of what? Sin is what? Foolishness. Do you get it? So Proverbs is saying that one sign of foolishness or one act of foolishness is what? Sin. Isn't it? And look at Proverbs 24 verse 9. Proverbs 24 verse 9. Sorry? You just read it. Then read Proverbs uh, 19 verse 3 for me, please. Amen. Proverbs 19 verse 3. Amen. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yes. So sinning is foolishness. The thought of sin is what? Foolishness. Amen. One act of sin is foolishness. Amen. I didn't say it. The Bible does say it. But now we think many people, if you look at the world, it's like we glamorize the foolishness of sin. Because now we, we tend to think material gain means success or and most material gain is not the sin behind it. Yes. N not all, most. Yes. Please read it because the world has been corrupted to be like once you are corrupt, they reward you. Yeah. Material is satanic agenda. Yes, it is. You understand? Mm -hmm. So the one we read say what the foolishness of what? The thought Foolish. of foolishness is sin. Yes. And now look at this. Proverbs chapter 19, verse mm -hmm. 3. The foolishness of man ruins his way, and his heart rages against so the Lord. So it said the foolishness yeah. of man ruins his ways, and his heart rages against God. So man, your own foolishness destroys you. But yes, to then you are blaming God. Your heart is raging against God. So when we substitute the first scripture we read, meaning foolishness of sinning, destroy humans, then they blame God. Do, do we get it? Jesus answered campaign several times. People have come and blaming God. If God is love, why did my mother die? If God is love, and if God cares, when I was being abused, where was he? And I always loved them. And because that is not the product of God. It's the doing of man. And you that you are saying, you are even you, you even encourage it. When we are saying that this sexual immorality is not good, you said no, each one has the right. So you've given them the right and now you are blaming God. Your mother probably said God doesn't exist. He even spoke against God. And you are coming to blame him. I'm just giving this as example. So he said man is destroyed. By his own words, foolishness. But yet his heart rages against God. Blame God. So the Jesus Answer Campaign Van, you see that at the back we've written, imagine the world if we had obeyed all that God said. Till you are obeying everything God said, you cannot hold him accountable. Please, you understand? So back to the stage. So what I mean is, the foolishness of sin means that our own foolishness as we sin, this particular sin, this particular sin harm us. It destroys us. You see? So don't think of when you are sinning God. Your own foolishness will do you damage. Your own foolishness, yeah, your own foolishness will do you damage. You forget about God because to think of God is higher you understand higher because we have a type of sin we call trespass that is sinning against god himself but forget about that one that is higher if you cannot the normal standard one that you don't even need god to know to know that stealing is bad it does damage you don't need god to know this <laughs> you, you, you understand you don't need god to know this 
if you are, we are struggling with faith, you forget about God. Amen. So our own foolishness of sinning leads to our what? Ruin. But yet we what? Rage against God. You see, as I said, Job chapter 35, verse 6 to 8. Job chapter 35, verse 6 to 8. Today, we will define sin. We have to, isn't it? I think before we continue, so that we will get a clarity of what sin is. Because many don't understand sin. I've come across people calling what is sin, not sin. And what is not sin, they think is sin. So we define sin. But before we define sin, let's look at these three scriptures. Amen. Job chapter 35, verse 6 to 8. Job chapter 35, verse 6 to 8. Mm-hmm. If you sin, how does that affect him? If your sins are many, what does that do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give to him? Or what does he receive from your hand? So, he said, if you sin, how does it affect God? He said, if your sins are many, how does it affect God? Even if you are righteous, how does it affect God? Now, read Job 22, verse 3. So Job 35, verse 6 to 8, posed a question, which we all know, but Job will will answer it again. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Job 22, verse 3. Amen. Job chapter 22, verse 3. What pleasure would it give the Almighty if you were righteous? What would he gain if your ways were blameless? So what pleasure? Nothing. Yes. If we sin, how does God, does it, Affect God, Job 35. No, what no. pleasure if you are righteous? Righteous means you are not what? sinning. Yes. So if you sin, it has no effect on God. Read the Job 35 further down. You say that it affects a fellow human like yes. us. Amen. Read it. Amen. It affects a fellow human like us. So your sin does not affect God, Amen. it affects you, Amen. it affects me. Job chapter 35, verse 8. Your wickedness only affects humans like yourself, and your righteousness only other people. Remember, he asked a question that if we sin, does it affect God? Then he answered, he said, it only affects Affects humans like like me and you. So that's why I said, when you think of sin, don't think about God. When you think about sin, think about you. Hmm. If I should think about God, I can easily steal from the church. Yeah? Pastors steal from the church. Or you can steal from the church. Yeah. But if I think about you, it's difficult. Because, ah, but I ask them money to buy a drum. And if I use this money, maybe they are even they are saving. Have I not disappointed them? Won't they feel disappointed? Yeah. Because if I sin, I sin against you. So the Bible says our sins doesn't affect God, but it affects a fellow human being. So every human being who does not hate sin has a problem. Whether you know it or not. So if you truly have love, if you truly want to love, you will have to hate sin. Yes. Many people don't understand hate sin. Hate sin is not taking, doesn't mean judgment. Yeah. And it doesn't mean harm. To hate something doesn't mean you are going to harm the thing. But just as it, everything, either you like it or you don't like it. Hate is another word for you don't like it. 
And we have another word for hate called abomination, meaning you don't, you don't like it at all. One of the delusions and the deceptive words Satan has given to the church, because Satan gives the church words. So sometimes you speak words that are not biblical, and it goes through, is that God hates the sin, but not the sinner. You are joking. Without human being, there is no sin. You cannot have sin without a human being acting. Then why does the word sinner exist? Trees don't sin. Animals don't sin. Wood, these items don't sin. Isn't a human being? So how can you say that statement? God does hate the sinner. Because the Bible says seven sins are hate the most. And when he was beginning, the sin all he mentioned were ongoing were doing were meaning state of a person. Fit that is quick to share blood. Isn't that a human being doing it? Do you understand? But hate sin doesn't mean it's going to necessarily harm you or is plotting your evil. There's a difference. You, you understand? Many people think hate means I'm um, to harm you. I want your downfall. No, but he hates it. Amen. But back to the square one. When I sin, I always hurt a person, or I hurt myself. When you sin, you always hurt a person, or you hurt yourself, or you hurt yourself and a person. Think of any sin. When you are in power, and you are stealing from the people. Don't people suffer because of you? They don't even get what to eat. Yeah. When you go and tell the sister, I love you, I'll marry you, and the sister depends on you, and you just leave the sister. She feels hurt. Have you not hurt a human being? Does God get hurt? You give birth to somebody, you leave the person. You don't care what the child will eat, nothing. Does God hurt? And the person is suffering. Is it God? Is it a result of your action or unfaithfulness? Do you get it? Yeah. If you are in a church and you are not paying offerings and tithes, does it not frustrate the work of God and open the pastor for the pastor to now look for money? So if now the pastor begins to follow money, you say the pastor, but are you not the cause? Is it affecting God? No. So sin affects human being. Read the 35 again for us. All from the 5 to the 9. All affects human being. So whenever God talks of sin, this is the scripture where I know that truly God so loved the word. I realize that all the things he hates is because of me. Not because of him. That is true life. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of you and me. Because of humanity. Amen. Amen. Read it again, please. Job 35, 6 to 8. Uh-huh. To the 9. To mm-hmm. the 9. Amen. If mm-hmm. you sin, how does that affect him? Mm-hmm. If your sins are many, what does that do to him? Mm-hmm. If you are righteous, what do you give to him? Mm-hmm. Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness only affects humans like yourself, and your righteousness only other people. Amen. Amen. It, not the word only. Yes. It does nothing to God. Amen. It does nothing to God. Even the church, the, that is for God. It's 100% for the benefit of human beings. Not God. 
Because whatever God wants, which is my praise, thanksgiving, I can give it to him in my room. <laughs> but without the church, our children will not have a godly environment to grow. Because environment, external environment, influence people. You yourself, you'll be lonely. When the enemy come against you, you won't, you, he will get you. Because the enemy come in groups and you are by yourself. You yourself probably you don't even know God or some part of God. You don't have a shepherd. So even, it's for our benefit, not God. Purely for our benefit. Not God. If like we have this place, for example now, it's for our benefit. If we were renting a place that we used to park every day, are we not the one parking, struggling and everything? Whose benefit it is? So from today, when you think of sin, don't think of God first. Think of yourself. There's a sin that applies to God. It's called trespass. But that one is too high. You forget about that. Finish A level before you think about uni. Don't be in class two and thinking about uni. You'll be confused. Please, do we get it? I want us to define sin before we move on so that it will be clear and it will make sense to us. Please, do you understand? What is sin? Because we must understand sin. If sin affects us, if whenever sin it affects me or you or us, if it is one of the foolishness that would lead to my room, my dif- room is difficulty, distraction, pain, those things, then I must understand what sin is. Many don't know what sin is. Many assume they know what sin is. <laughs> what is sin? First John chapter 3, verse 4. Now we are defining sin. Amen. We are defining sin. Amen. 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 We are defining sin. Amen. You'll be free from sin. Hallelujah. Amen. Your sins of today will not repeat from tomorrow. Amen. From now, when you see sin, you recognize sin. Amen. And you say, this I know. It will ruin me. It will ruin another human being. I don't want that. Amen. Mm-hmm. First John chapter 3 verse 4. First John chapter 3 verse 4. Amen. Mm-hmm. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. Amen. Amen. So, he said, everyone who sins breaks the law, and sin is what? Lawlessness. So, any act of lawlessness is sin. Amen. Any act of lawlessness is sin. To realize that, you will see that law, law, this one, he meant normal law in our society. You see that every country it is the law that makes people get blessed or not. Check every country. Check from the Caribbean through India through Africa. Every country that the law works, there is peace. There's prosperity. Every country that the law doesn't work, there's no peace. There's no prosperity. You check. Do you know, for example, United Kingdom have more cars in multiplication than Ghana. But Ghana have high accident mortality than here. 
In fact, Ghana cars kill people in accident than any other sickness. Why? Lawlessness. 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 Because there's nothing like speed limit. Even though there's no force. Lawlessness. Lawlessness. There's nothing like parking permit, uh, parking tickets. Nothing like MOT to make sure your car is in good order. Yeah. Lawlessness. So every lawlessness is a sin. So if you know someone who breaks the law and he thinks making whatever excuse, he's breaking the law is the cause of many suffering. See, watch any country that there's poverty. Many people get away with tax without paying tax. And watch a country that there is in poverty. You will see that everyone tax. Yeah. Because one of the things of the tax is it breaks bridges the poverty. Yes. So if you are not taxing, it's sin. It's lawlessness. It's say in fact every lawlessness is sin. Because without tax, United Kingdom will not be United Kingdom. If you've traveled before, you understand what I'm saying. I mean if you travel to places like Congo, Ghana, Jamaica, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So every form of lawlessness. So when like the COVID, they say no one should go out. You don't need to break the law. If truly you know God, that will not affect your God. That will not stop you from believing. The COVID, we rather believed more. Because we had all the time to pray more, read the Bible more, Bible studies, a lot of things. Talk more on the phone about the Bible, about God. So every, I didn't say it's there. We want to know sin. Do you want to know sin? Every lawlessness. And many people who have trouble, I'm a pastor, you see that they are not obeying the law of the land. So the law catch up with them and they find themselves in trouble. Then they say, God have mercy. God should deliver. But it's your own foolishness of sin. If you stay within the laws of a country, you will be free. You will even have sound sleep. Sound sleep. Once I had a member... I never knew this. I had a member. She used to be in the church. And she called me one morning. When she called me, she said, Pastor, I need you to pray. Uh, my husband's house just got burned. I said, I know. I know that it just got burned. It's finished burning. So, I mean, the house, your husband said the house is insured. So, insurance will take her. I said, no, no. You know, the fire service, all those people are coming to the house because of the report for the insurance. I said, yeah, it's a standard practice. He said, no, no, you know, my husband, uh, you know, the gas meter and the electric meter has been tempered. I never knew that thing exists in this country. I know it exists in other places. I was shocked. So, you see, now she's panicking. Why? Because of the lawless act. Without it, you wouldn't panic. So many times people panu fear, don't want authority to know certain things. They are lawless. And if you follow them, what rather does it? It's a sin which causes people to suffer. You will look at the effect of sin and you understand. But now I want you to understand that every lawlessness, it's sin. Every lawlessness, every form. I didn't say it. It's sin. Amen. 
Romans chapter 5, verse 9. We are defining sin. We haven't finished. Because you must understand sin. Please, do, do we get it? Yes. yes, read it for me. Romans, Romans chapter 5, verse 19. Romans, oh, 19. Romans mm -hmm. chapter 5, verse 19. Mm -hmm. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. Amen. Amen. So every disobedience, every disobedience to the word of God, because he's talking about obedience to the word, and every disobedience to the word of God is a sin. Anytime you disobey the word of God, you have sin. Yes. Every disobedient. Amen. You have what? Sin. Because if you disobey, like lawlessness has got to do with the country, isn't it? A lot that human beings made. So that same way, anything you disobey in the word of God, you are disobeying God. You have sin. You have sin. And think of the word of God. It only says things that are beneficial and profitable to human beings. Yes. Only. Only. If you have doubt, then maybe you don't understand it. Seek understanding. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Remember the poor in the land. Pray daily. There's a reason. Yeah. Do not stop, forsake the fellowship. There's a reason. Every disobedient to the word of God, a work without hand, uh, a hands without working, each one should carry their own burden. All these are the word of God. If you do, you prosper. But every disobedient to the word of God is a sin. Yeah. Several times I have to think, then I have to narrow in. Blank out everybody and say, as a pastor, what is my work? My work is to speak the truth. So at all costs, either I speak it or I don't talk. Yeah. So me, dear, if I don't speak the truth, I'm sinning against. I'm becoming relevant before God. Because that is the only reason why he has called me. We all say, hey, hey it's nice. So hey, look, hey, hey, I like it. And when he say, hey, isn't it too much? How can you wear that? We all see, and we are not able to talk. It's not our fault because we know how the people react. Yeah. How we would rather become enemies. Yeah. So we keep quiet. But God has chosen one person. You, you, you understand? Because if I don't do that, I have sinned. Samuel said to Saul, after God has rejected him, he said, as for me, I will not stop praying for you that I may not sin what against God. Because you know that as a prophet, it is his job to be praying for the king. So with him, if he doesn't pray for him, he has sinned. Yeah, because the work of God is what? Prayer. So every disobedient to the word of God is a sin. So sin is disobedient to the laws of the country, lawlessness, and also to what? God's word. When you disobey God's word, you have sinned. Please, you understand. Now, if the law of God and the law of the country contradict, you are to obey the law of God. Because the Bible clearly says, it says, what do we choose to do? To obey man or to obey God? 
you obey what? God. And truly the law of the country that will uh, contradict the word of God is a law that when you obey, it will have no effect on you. It will be a choice for you. Please do we get it? So every disobedience, lawlessness is a sin. Every disobedience to the word of God is what? A sin. Amen. First John chapter 3 verse 4 is the same as the Romans, but I want you to understand it better. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Chapter 3, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Everyone who sins breaks the law. So, yeah. Sin mm-hmm. is lawlessness. Yeah. Amen. Oh, that's what we read. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> James is the James I want. James. Amen. Yeah. James chapter 4, verse 17. Amen. James chapter 4, verse 17. So, first John says, everyone who breaks the law. The law also stands for the word of God. At the same time, stands for lawlessness. Amen. Amen. And Romans every disobedient to the word of God is sin. Amen. So James chapter 4 verse 17. James chapter 4 verse 17. Mm-hmm. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for it them. It is sin. So, what is, so whenever you yes. know what is good that you have you to do, do and yeah. you don't do it, you have sin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you know... If you know, if I know, I don't love you. I have to tell you. Other when I drag it on, I have sin. Anyone who knows the good they ought to do and does not do it, have sin. You know, you know it is a good thing to contribute in the house you are living in because you are earning and you don't contribute. You have sin. Yes. Anyone who knows the good he ought to do and does not do it, has sin. You know, three years you've been dating the person. Five years. Even if it's PhD, the person will graduate. And you know it's for marriage. The person is expecting marriage. And you are not marrying the person. You have sin. You know your boss is counting on you. If you don't like the job, tell him. If you cannot do that, tell him. Anyone who knows the good he ought to do and does not do it. You know tithe and offering is what we use for the work of God. And you don't pay, you have sin. I didn't say it. It's the Bible. So have you seen sin is not necessary wearing heels or wearing short skirts? Have you seen it's not like that? Or looking flamboyant? There's nothing wrong with it. Or wearing gold chains and uh, gold rings. But I see people judging people with those things as sin. That's not sin. That's purely, it's up to you. It's purely part of your, it's up to you. So in my case, in my case, if I know, in my case, that Dora is wrong in this case. As a pastor, I don't tell her I have sinned. That's why I would tell her at a great cost. Because I know people who have left the church because I told them, you can't do that. Your, your children have seen you bringing men in and out. They have no respect for you. And your son is going mad because of that. The doctors say, and they go offend and they go. It's not about them. If I don't tell them I've sinned, I need God. Anyone who knows the good to do and does not do it, you are wrong in the case. You know you have to apologize and say sorry. And you apologize, you are brushing it. You have sinned. Say sorry. Forgive me. Jesus taught us. Say, when you sin against, say sorry. I've sinned against you. Forgive me. You have sinned. 
So what is sin? Disobedient to the word of God, lawlessness, and knowing what is right to do and not doing it. So you can say I have the extension. God knows my heart. It doesn't work. It's what you do or you don't do. Is, is this not our problems? Whenever you are disappointed or you are hurt, is this somebody doing you wrong? Yes. Or letting you down? Yes. Injustice has got to do with the law. Isn't it? You think the person is not operating in the law. And the final part of sin, First John. Is it First John? First John. Chapter 5, verse 17. So we've seen three things that define sin. Every disobedience to the word of God. Yes, amen. Every lawlessness and knowing what is right to do and not doing it. Amen. Yeah, you can see, you can see. You can see that she doesn't, she barely sleeps. The child on and off, on and off. And the day you are home, isn't it right to at least take the child for her to sleep? And yours you go. Is it right? You don't need you don't understand. The example. Newborn baby, thank you. Uh-huh. It's an example. <laughs> go on. Yeah. We are defining sin. We must understand sin. Amen. So if you see me wearing three rings, don't judge me. Yeah. That is not sin. That is not sin. <laughs> Is there anything wrong in wearing three rings? Or is, does it contradict any word of God? Because you must see the word that it says so. Mm. Do, do you understand? If you see her like to show up good, it's not sin. She likes seven inch heels. It's all right. <laughs> if only she can wear it. <laughs> Please read it fast. We are defining sin. First John chapter 5, verse 17. Mm-hmm. All wrongdoing is, is sin. This is the final one. And eh? there is a sin that does not lead to death. So all wrongdoing is, is sin. sin. All wrong, which is different from knowing what is right to do. So all wrongdoing is sin. That is why smoking yeah. is sin. Yeah. Because even the doctors say smoking kill people and harm people around. It's a wrong thing. It's a sin. The number one cause of mental illnesses is connected to smoking marijuana. Yeah. That's why smoking marijuana is sin. Because anything that is wrong is sin. So if the secular world can even see that this is wrong, how much more you? That is why prostitution is sin. The Bible says that anyway. Please, do we get it? So every wrongdoing, it's sin. And knowing what is right for you to do and you don't do it is what? Sin. And lawlessness is sin. And disobedience to the word of God is sin. If I like to dress like Oliver Twist, is it a sin? Aha. But if you see the things... We try to say this means sin. No. So when we define sin, this is sin, north, south, east, and west. 
disobedient to the word of God, lawlessness, every wrongdoing, and knowing what is right to do, yet you don't do it. So this is sin. And the Bible says each one of these things, whenever our action is connected to any one of these, it hurt and ruined a person like us or another fellow human being. Another fellow human being. I hope now we know what sin is. By this, you can know every action, whether it's sin or not. You, you can know every action by this. Amen. Should I drive on? But God will help us. Hello, God. Are you out there? She's not around anymore. She'll come and sing it. So sin harm us. It destroy a fellow human being. And you can't stop doing the wrong things. Because you already know eight consequences. You can't stop. You don't need to justify it. And now you just have to decide that the, wrong, the right you know you have to do, you will do it. This is as simple as it is. It's natural to do the right. It's rather unnatural not to do the right. You know. And you can obey the law because every citizen is obeying the law. Especially the law that affects you directly. Every house pay council tax. For example, every house pay gas electricity. Every house must take their children to school. Every worker pay tax. Those that might contradict the word is always an option. For example, Christians, we don't believe in uh, changing gender. It's in the Bible. And we can even see the data so far shows the wrong of it. But that one, it won't affect you. Because it's a choice. It's not like you should change your gender. They are saying that it's okay to change gender. So you can say, okay, me, it's not okay. Me, I'm not changing it. You understand? You also have the right, isn't it? So I'm just saying that even the laws that might be evil does not affect you. So lawlessness, you can just say this from today. You obey the laws. You work within the laws. You start putting things together so that you can obey the law. And you can decide that from today, I will obey the word of God. When I read the word and say, do not, you will do not. If you say do, you will do. The worst is you begin to quickly put things together, begin to work on things in order to do or not to do. And you'll be free from sin. Believe me, if you are not walking in sin, you are light. You are bold. You are free. It's something... So you experience it, you will not understand it. All of a sudden, you feel surrounded by loved ones. Because like, your actions not harming anybody. Let's say, if I should call right now and gossip with you, gossip, I mean gossip, not discussion, gossip with you about Dora right now. If, and you too, you, you gossip back, you know. <laughs> the moment we see Dora, even if you are like, laughing with her, she doesn't know anything, but between me and you, there's some on easiness between me and you based on the gossip. You, you get it? Yeah. On easiness in us. But if you don't gossip, you are free. 
Yeah, you, sometimes you, maybe you are even afraid that, hey, has pastor told her? You see, but if whatever I said is freely, I'm not even thinking. Aha. Uh-huh. For you to understand, it looks like, but believe me. Believe me. Amen. The reason why this is important, as we read, sin affects a human being. Sin entangles us. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Today, as I said, I'm just showing from the scripture so that you realize that sin only harms us humans. Yes. Emma, it entangles us. Read it for us, please. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. So it said we should throw off everything that Amen. hinders and the sin that easily entangles. So entangle means the thing begin to bind you. It make your movement, your going, your dealing difficulty. Sin entangles. It really entangles. Many people's life are entangled by sin. I can give you two examples. A typical one that you people can relate. Imagine I've given birth with three different women. Two are in my neighborhood. They are not moving anywhere. I'm not moving because we are all in a council flat. Uh-huh. Just imagine the entanglement I'm in financially and my current relationship. And let's say my current relationship too is sensitive. There's something they call baby mother's drama. Have you heard it? Yeah. Yeah. Entanglement means things have complications. Yeah. I, I want you to understand. People don't realize it. Many people's challenge is a resort of something they did because there is a chain reaction. And you just go into a room now and you cannot even smile because you saw the sister remember what she did to you. You saw this entanglement, sin. Some cannot even smile because of disappointment. Disappointment, betrayer. They've been peppered. Hey! <laughs> May you not be peppered. May God deliver you from peppermint. So sin entangles. Imagine if my whole life, my budget is based on outside money of stealing or fraud for three years. So the standard I'm leaving my wife, my children is actually by fraud. The moment I am caught, which I'll be caught. My family will be in trouble. All of a sudden, you can't pay the rent. You'll be struggling. So that sin has entangled you. Romy is the volume. Queens is the volume where it's supposed to be. Yeah. It has what? Entangled you. Has made. You know, you, do you know what entanglement is? Yes. Entanglement means restriction. Because you entanglement like things have bound you, has tied you. And he said, it easily. Easily entangles you. And when you're tangled, that's when you are not freedom. You are not free. Because you are not free. Every movement is difficult. Every movement. The Lord told me somewhere last month that it is three things. Three, he, said, he said it is only three things where many people who want to be committed to him don't get committed. 
and said the first one is money. Because many, the moment they decide to stop commit, they have to stop stealing all illegal money. So then, not like they are poor, because their life budget, everything is based on that. And the second is sex. Yes, many people, because of sex, they cannot commit. If only they can marry, they will be fine. And the third, he said, all other problems. <laughs> so it means money and sex is the main issue. And he said, the third is all other problems. Yeah. So sins entangle easily. It, so that's why I said, if you stop sinning, you begin to feel free. It's like the weight is lifted. Yeah, it's like now, yeah, you don't drive that car because you were driving it by sin. But I see that you are much happy, much relaxed, much free, much alive. Amen. Colossians chapter 3 verse 25. I'm showing how sin entangles people. Many children in this country are and. Scattered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. of sin. Yeah. Life has their life has become entangled. Yeah. Complicated. Yeah. Now we've now we had a generation now of children raising children. Yeah. We are in danger. Yeah. Watch the next twenty years and see. Some of us are parent raisers, but now you have children raising. Children, can you imagine? Have you been to a children's party organized by a child before? You understand what it means. When one of my daughters were in uni, they made a, her friend organize a party, and she went to the party. And when she came from the party, she came from the party. She says she's hungry. She wants food. I said, ah, but I'm coming from a party. How? He said, no, there's no food. I said, ah, how can you have a party and no food? She said, our parties, you find sweet and squash and crepes. That's all, no food. You, you understand? That's a child's party. But our party, no, no, no. There must be food. Meat, chicken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Take a, even takeaways. Uh, solid. It's, it's, you can't go to a party and come and you are hungry. Uh-huh. But their party, she said to me, said, that's how it is. You find crepes, sweets, and squash, that's, and good music. That's all. <laughs> so imagine a child raising a child. Yeah. Read it for us. Yeah. We are looking at the effect of sin now on Amen. us. Mm-hmm. Colossians chapter 3, verse 25. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs, and there is no favoritism. So, every, note, every wrong thing is what? A sin. So, every wrong you do, it says you what? Receive a consequence for that wrong thing. And not the word. It said there is no partiality. Other scriptures say favoritism, because sometimes we can think that as for us, we are above it. No. It's not like that. The only thing, and we receive it. The only thing we don't realize it, you see, the seed does not look the same as the fruit. Have you seen an apple seed before? Have you seen an apple fruit? Does it look the same? Yeah. So many, the act of wrongdoing, the seed and the fruit, the consequence, 
they can't read they don't even realize it but believe me believe me there's a chain reaction of things see 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 somebody who please don't get me wrong I, i want you to understand the preaching somebody who may be the person uh he has slept with only two people in their life and married one of them is different from somebody who has slept with 10 people and married one yeah the two one two don't have many bad memories that eat her up the other one no matter how good your marriage that memories still or could still eat you up so it's not like it doesn't matter it matters so there are consequences there are consequences. When I was in my church, a sister, her honeymoon, fighting with the husband. No hotel. No hotel. Meanwhile, the standard thing is honeymoon, you go away. This is in Ghana. The reason is in confidence. She didn't tell the husband. Because <laughs> the husband can't handle the truth. The truth, you better keep it to yourself. You don't need to lie, but you don't need to say. You have the right to privacy. She said, as for her life, before she became born again, the sugar daddies and things, the place they take care of were what? Hotel. So with her, when she go to a hotel, those are the memories that come. She see how her body was a toy. She doesn't like those memories again. Born again. Solid now. The consequences. When David, when David, maybe it's the mic, when David slept and killed Bathsheba's husband, God, the Bible says, God forgave him his sins. He said, I forgive you. But the consequences were there. The effects. It was there. It's like you've had an accident, you've been healed, but your bone will never be the same to a certain degree. So he said, for every wrongdoing, for every sin, there is a consequence. So it's not just breaking up with me. It is the effect it has on me after breaking up with me. It's not just the stealing, but how insecure you make me feel. It's not just the breaking in. But now I can't sleep. When I hear noise, I panic. You've damaged me. Do, do you get it? There are consequences. The day I was at the cafe, I was at the cafe. I was at the cafe. Years ago, before I became born again, I used to have a pub. One evening, I used to have a gold chain. And the gold chain, I've written all my children's name on the gold chain custom made yeah and a big cross and i was at the, the pub i just decided to go to the internet cafe i entered the internet cafe and within five minutes i had everybody has on your table i turned two people one holding cutlass one holding gun and i put my head on the table i was from pub that works so i've just gone to take the sales of the the sales of the pub so that money was also in my pocket and I had everybody phones on the table. So I removed my phone. I remember those days, Blackberry. And I put it on the table. Under, and like the first row, I don't know why, but like the first row, they picked their stuff and they went out. So they didn't touch anything of me. 
and I reverse. But guess what? After that, whenever I'm in any shop, even the pub or a cafe, the moment someone enters, I panic. That thing lasted for about six months. Yeah. Then I realized when you break in somebody's house, I'm robbers. It's not a small thing. So imagine if they have taken even something of mine. Yeah. So, so every wrong thing, there's a consequence. So let's be careful. Numbers chapter 32, verse 23. I'm showing some of the effect of sin. So for we not to sin, we shouldn't take it lightly. And it's simple. Amen. Just be honest. Yeah. Just be straightforward. Just make your intention clear. That's right. Just, yeah. Read it for us. Numbers chapter 22. Verse 32 verse 23. 32. Mm-hmm. Amen. Numbers chapter 32 verse 33. Mm-hmm. Amen. 32 verse 23. Amen. So, so far you see that all the scripture, the sin applied, it does damage to people. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. But if you fail to do this, you will be sinning against the Lord, and you may be sure that your sin will find you out. Amen. So it says your sin will what? Find you out. When you sin, it finds you out. Yeah. Both spiritually and physically. We know the popular story of R. Kelly. His sins years ago has found him out today. It happens in the spirit and in life. People don't realize this truth. Your sins what? Find you out. So sin, your, right. your sin will not find me out because it's your sin. Yeah. But it will find you out. And you yeah. might not even know it. And you say, but God, why me? Now I'm a Christian. But being saved does not mean your sins will not find you out. Yes. Please, do you understand? Yes, you are saved. Sin is not a good thing. It's humanity number one enemy. Believe me. And as you can see. Jeremiah 14 verse 7. It says our sins testify against us. So your sin will testify against you. Amen. The wrong things you are doing, the lawlessness, the right you know you have to do but not doing yeah. The disobedience of the word would testify against because there yeah. is a judge. That's right. Please read it Amen. for us. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 7. Mm-hmm. Although our sins testify against us, do something, Lord, for the sake of your name. Although our sins testify against us. So what does it mean? Your sins testify against you before the Lord. Yes. Yeah. In the spirit. Bible says Satan was standing at the right hand of Joshua, accusing him because of the filthy garment. And the Bible said that garment was sin. Was sin. High priest. High priest. It was sin. It is easy, believe me, not sin. You just have to be honest. Because what is sin? Doing the right you know you have to do. 
And what again? Doing what? <coughs> Lawlessness. Just obeying the laws. And what again? Obeying God's word. And what again? Not doing anything wrong. These things are natural rather. And not, not like God will benefit you and human being will benefit. Not God. All these things, um, that's some giving example. Not God. Not, not God. You and your loved ones will benefit. It testifies against you in the spirit as you are praying. It's like, ah, <laughs> you don't know what you are saying. Because if God should answer that prayer, you shouldn't be standing there. Yeah. Because say forgive and you shall be forgiven. And you have swear that you even never forgive. And you say they should forgive you. Yeah. He said to the faithful, God will show himself faithful. And you'll be unfaithful. And you want God to be faithful to you in that situation. Hey. Do we get it? It's that simple. Look at First Timothy chapter 5 verse 24. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 24. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 24. The purpose of this teaching is to bring us the reality that we are better off without sin. That's right. You see a young girl. You've given birth. And you talk to your mother anyone. Wow. You disrespect your mother. You don't take your mother. You're only 22. Your mother is 45. Anyhow, you've forgotten that you also have a child. You think you love your child. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say it, but my mother will say, You are coming. Yeah, you are coming. You are coming. Yeah, you are coming. And when it gets to you, you there, you don't want it to be like that. Hey, do you know what it means to take care of a child? You wee wee on yourself, you poo. They wipe you, clean you, you eat, you vomit. You make noise. Your mother can't dress for years because when it, the, right. hey, and you talk, hey. The world is real. Oh. That's why I say, honor thy mother and thy father. That it may go well, well with you. Not him, not your mother. Because you don't know what it takes. And you talk anyhow to your mother. Your father. And you, you want to be listened to you there. You want to be respected. And perhaps you, you, you are even not sacrificing anything for your children. <laughs> I'm preaching for you. Eh? <laughs> See, the man is not a good man between you and you. You see, yes, between you and you have your own problem. But you are destroying the man 
to the children. Painting the man. The child will grow, will rebel against you rather. Yeah. Because Galatians chapter 5, which we will read, say whatever a man swears. No, you read this one for me first. He shall reap. The man hasn't done anything to the children. He still gives the children the McDonald's, wherever, the blah, blah, blah. And yet, your father, you, want, you are doing everything that the child will see the man as evil. No. No. If the man should do that to you, is it a good thing? No. Yeah. But the thing will affect your child. That is why it will affect you. Yeah. Read, read for us, please. I mentioned a scripture. Galatians. Not the Galatians. I mentioned a scripture before Galatians. We read the first Timothy, oh, first yeah. Timothy chapter yeah. 5, verse mm-hmm. 24. Thank mm-hmm. you. The sins of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sins of others trail behind them. So Amen. note, this is the sins. Your sins. Your sins will always do one of these yes. two things. What was the scripture? Second Timothy. Uh, obvious, reaching the place. What was the scripture? Second, Second Timothy. Tim- First Timothy. Yeah. Chapter twi- uh, five, verse twenty-four. So he said, either your sins are following you to the place of judgment, yes. or will go ahead, ahead of, of you, you to the place of judgment. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Your sin. Is following you. Some sins follow you. And they follow you to catch up on you. Yeah. Some sins go ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. You see, we don't understand. That's why, you see, a good Christian is by what he does. You can't believe it. Go on. Yeah, go on. Go on. Go on. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you get it? And in the place of judgment... And it's first what? What's the scripture? First Timothy. Chapter 5, verse yeah. 24. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And you, you see it with uh, Cain and Abel. Yes. Cain Abel. killed Abel. He thought he has killed Abel. And God comes. And he say, you've killed your brother. He marked him. Yeah. Yeah. Adam thought he has disobeyed God, and that's it. And God come and God play cool. He didn't know the sin was following him. He said, Adam, where are you? He said, I've hid. He said, Why? Why have you hid? Ah, you don't want to see me. He said, I'm naked. He said, Oh, naked? Who told you? He said, Satan. He said, Oh, then you've eaten that thing. You've disobeyed me. He said, What have you done by this thing? This is the problem. Wait, that statement, what have you done? This is the chain reaction of it. Now you must choose between good and evil. You were not trained. You were not coached. You were not taught a lot of things before you jump. You don't really even know what evil is. You know like that. Like a child, when you see them eating candy, it's like they are eating a very nutritious food, isn't it? They don't know yet. Whilst you, you will say thank you to the candy. Aha. Aha. You see, so first Timothy say, your sin will either go before you 
or after you into the place of judgment. Judgment. Meaning whenever judgment is being done. Not only when you die. In the physical. In the physical. That's why there's a scripture that says our own sins. Our own sins has what? Block us from God. So sin does block us from God. Amen. Let's read that scripture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. Our own sins what? Has blocked us. So we have seen that sin will find you out. It will testify against you. And will also go before you or behind you into what? Judgment. (laughs) Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 2. Why do you think, for example, there's a, the Bible says a curse without cause will not work? Yeah. Meaning that before the curse work, a judgment is decided. Is there a cause, a legal way or not? If not, it won't work. That's if right. not, he has no choice. Because yes. Job said, do you know the rules that governs Govern the, the heavens? heavens? There are rules. There are. There are rules. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 to 2. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the... Isaiah 59, 1 to 2. Yes, sorry, 59. What did I say? I said 59. Ah. Okay, sorry, 59, 1 to Amen. 2. Amen. Isaiah 59. Is my mic loud enough? Okay. I said 59, yeah. okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Isaiah 59, 1 to 2. Yeah. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Not like Amen. God. He said your iniquities, your sin, your own sin has separated you from God. It has hidden God's face from you. So not like God doesn't want to listen to you or pay attention or walk with you. But your sins has done that. Why? The Bible says he's too holy. His eyes cannot behold sin. It's, it's like you've been invited into a house. You go a house and you see needles all around. You see we. Would you like to be there? You, you're not like you don't like the pain. You can't be there. Uh-huh. So he said your sin has separated you from God. It has blocked. And you wouldn't like to see those things. It has what? Blocked the face of God from you. Your, your sins. Your wrongdoing. Your lawlessness. You're disobedient to the word of God. You're knowing what is right to do and not doing it. Not doing it. And I can understand. Because I've never been to the delivery world before. I, have n- I, c- I know I can't. I can't. I might not be the same again in, for worse. Yes. It's not something I... So I've never been. I didn't risk it. Uh-huh. 
No, none. None. Yeah. None. 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 I'll be ready everything, but I won't be there inside. You see? Aha. Uh-huh. I won't kid myself because I think the effect you have on you if you joke. So his eyes cannot behold sin. So your sins have separate you. I'm saying all this so that you understand it. Some people see things and get tormented for weeks. Yeah. So he says his eyes cannot behold sin. That is why your sin will separate you from God. And block you. So not like God doesn't want to, but the sin, why? Now you understand. Because it follows you and go ahead of you. And when we read um, the one I said about Josh, uh, 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 High Priest Joshua, it means that your sins also wear you like what? A garment. Wow. Yes. Yes. Zachariah chapter 3 verse 1 to 4. You don't understand, you see, when many a time when you see someone who smokes, you don't know him, but when you see him, no, you know that this person smokes weed. The weed has drawn his face. An alcoholic, you see it. Sometimes you don't know, you see, you see that this person is this. It's the same as people who are living in sin. It, it's, it wears you. The spirit realm is very plain. It's very plain. It's very plain. Yeah, very plain. Very plain. Please read for us. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right-hand side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. The angel said to those who were standing before him, take off his filthy clothes. Mm-hmm. Amen. No, read it further. Then he said to Joshua, see, I have taken away your sin. And so I will so take off the filthy clothes. I've taken yes. away your sin. Amen. So what is the filthy clothes? Sin. 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 What was Satan? So in the spirit, sin was wearing him. It covers him. Please do we get it? Yes. We can't do without sin. It harms us. Yes. Yeah. I always make my intention clear. I am in it or I'm not in it. I belong or I don't belong. I like it or I don't like it. It's that simple. Because the reason why I take that stance is I don't want to do wrong. Yes. I don't want to do wrong. So I'm making it clear. 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 Yeah. Making it clear. It's possible. It's possible. When you decide not to be lawless, you see that a lot of things will be counterproductive for you. Because you know you are obeying the law, you have to obey. You rather choose things that will be profitable. Like when I used to work at, uh, work at um, Tesco years ago, we used to calculate the income. You do the overtime to a place, and you don't do it again. Because you know that you won't see much difference because of the tax system. So you stop. You stop, isn't it? But if you are stealing for stocks, you continue to do it, isn't it? So sin does damage. 
Isaiah. <laughs> For, let, let's read this rather. John 5 verse 14. I want to cut it short. Amen. John 5 14. Amen. Mm-hmm. John chapter 5 verse 14. Mm-hmm. Later Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. Wow. Amen. This is the person that Jesus healed. So according to this, Jesus was saying that his sickness was because of sin. So there are people whose sickness is because of sin. It's because of sin. It's because of sin. In the name of Jesus, by the grace of God, God has used me to heal many people with issues of blood. And most of them, either they be not, not married to single people wearing a coil or taking pills that prevent and that is what caused that. Why will you do that? Do we get the message? Yeah. You don't need to do that if you are not married. And even if you are married, that particular one has a side effect. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is that their sickness is caused by a wrongdoing and a wrong lifestyle, which is sin. Remember, when they met the man, they asked Jesus, he said, Rabbi, is he blind because of his sin or the sin? So sin makes people sin. Sin allows the, uh, the um, sicknesses. Because when you read the Psalms, he says, Neither will I fear the what? The arrow by day or the night. And he said, or the what? Pestilence. Pestilence is sickness. So there are sicknesses that if God don't protect you, you will get it. There are demonic sicknesses as well. So sin makes you sick. Sin can make you sick. It can bring sick. Many people even had high blood pressure. Because of sin. Sin. They want so much money. Their faith is in money so much that one small news. Yeah. My mother used to tell me when I was growing up that most women who have mental issues was because of marriage. This was when I was growing up. Uh, it didn't matter to me. I didn't know anything. It didn't matter. But as I grew up, it is true. So maybe the way you stop with someone you disappointed someone has brought the person mental disability, depression, and other things. Yeah. 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 Pharmaceutical companies giving medicines that they know is not good for people because of money. Doctors, doctors. You won't, see, you won't see this maybe in this country, but I, I don't want to mention countries, but doctors, especially, a, camp, a country starts with you, you, the small thing you do, they'll give you cesarean, because the doctors get more money whenever they'll pray to you. So the small thing, they will pray to you. Isn't it wickedness? And when you are cut, you are no more the same. You are no more the same. Wickedness. Wickedness. Wrong thing. 
knowing the right, you know it's not right for cesarean. The person can still give birth. But no. Because that night we get extra 5,000. Wickedness. The wages of sin is death. Romans chapter 6 verse 23. So it doesn't mean you will die right now. The wages means the payment. Payment is when all is done and said, you receive the what? Payment. So when you are sinning, depending on the sin, you are either killing your marriage, your relationship, your ministry, your future, yeah. yourself. Yeah. Death is not of a sudden. We see it when it manifests. It flows. Things mm. die. It's not only your soul or your spirit that die. Other things of us die. And the wages of sin is those things. So as long as sin is there, you are walking in it, it will bring an effect that you don't want. Please read it for us. Romans chapter 6. Verse 23, for yeah. the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah. Amen. The wages of sin is what? Death. Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 22, last but one scripture. Jeremiah chapter, you see that all these things towards humanity. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 13, verse 22. Jeremiah chapter 13, mm -hmm. verse 22. And if you ask yourself, why has this happened to me? It is because of your many sins that your skirts have been torn off and your body mistreated. A lot wow. of things happen to them. Say, so if you ask yourself, why has this happened to you? And say, so it's because of your many sins. So your sins is what caused things of shame, difficulties to happen to you. Or it is people's sins that causes it to happen to you. No God. No God. He does strike, but he hardly strike, believe me. Because when he strikes, nothing will be left. But sin. So in other words, our sins make bad things what happen. And the many the sins, the many the bad things. Study every group of people. You see that the highest the highest level of suicide is among a category of people that as far as the Bible is concerned, they are living in sin. They are doing the wrong one. Drug addicts, people who have changed their genders, or people who have exchanged natural things for artificial things. You study it. Study it. Does it affect God? Does it affect God? We can't train our children. We can't beat the child. What does the Bible say? As for children, they are full of foolishness. And by beating, the foolishness will go. You say we can't beat them. We can't beat them. We can't beat them. Have we not seen what is happening? Have we not seen? I'm not talking about abuse. Abuse is different from beating. When you beat a child for wrong, the child even appreciates you. Because among them say, this one, that, what if that, when daddy comes, you know you're in trouble. It's different from abuse. I'm not talking about abuse. I'm talking about discipline. 
What will words do a child? A child fear only pain. Only pain. The child don't fear because you are teaching them to rebel against their parents. How, how on earth can a child threaten the parents? That's why we are in that mess. No money can solve it. The more we throw money, don't we see it's increasing? Because it has got to do with sin. It has got to do right and wrong. Truly right and wrong. Not agenda based. Not agenda based. Yeah. This is our problem. Not God. Not God. That's why somebody can pray and fast and still live in sin. Yes. Because it's not a matter of prayer and fast. Yes, you pray for God to help you. You fast for God to help you, to strengthen you. But it's a matter of decision that anything that I know that is right, 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 that I have to do, I will do it. Hey, Mr. Gary is going to work Monday to Friday. Mr. James is going to work Monday to Friday. I need them to come and help do some proof. And I said, Saturday, you should come. I said, the two of you, Saturday, your day of come and come and do it. And me, I'm at home watching TV. Is it right? Can I? I can't. Ah. I can't. But if I can pray for I say, but I'm the pastor. I'll sit home. So it's not necessary. It's not the, it's the mindset. Thinking, is it right? Is it fair? Knowing the good you ought to do. And not doing. Doing the wrong thing. Prayer is key. Because it will help you. It will help your mind to think clear. But it is a matter of decision. I don't know if next week God will allow me or not. Because today I thought I will preach on tight again. But the Lord asked me to preach on this. If he should allow me, you see that sin does not come from outside us. It comes from within, start from within us. It's a matter, it's just a decision. Yeah. If, thank God I have lived in a country. And I thank God for that. So I know the full benefit of countries that receive ta uh, tax and countries that don't receive. Yeah, that you walk and there's a pile of rubbish. You see people build mansions and the corner is full of rubbish. No house has drainage. You see people buying water car, uh, water. The water itself, the tank itself is some way and everything. And they say they are rich people and no one pay tax. Is it right? Yeah. Last scripture. I have more scriptures here, but I want to summarize it with this scripture. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. I would like us to read Lamentation, but let's just read this. Okay. 
call Aunt Madeline for us. One day at a time, please. It is possible. I said it is possible. It is possible. It's not difficult. By the grace of God. By the help of God. It is possible. I said it is possible. It is possible. I know what I'm saying. Yes, it is possible. Every day I pray. I say, Father, today to I repent of my sins. And I do not say that I only repent of my sin. But I always add up and I will say that let my sins of today not be far from tomorrow going. Because it's one day at a time. A step at a time. Yes, maybe you've been entangled. But decide to disentangle yourself. Begin to practically put things in place so that you don't need to do that wrong. Or so that you cannot do that right. Or so that now you can stay in the law. Or so that now you can obey the word. Just begin and you'll be surprised. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.